Hello. Um. Wow, boy, it's good to be back. It's been a while. Welcome to season three. You know, it's good to see you, fellas. Yeah, how long has it been? <laughs> mm, doesn't that sound good? Probably um, end of May. Yeah, we had a summer break. Um, we're like teachers, man, except we don't start till November. Dude, well, we're like college professors. Yeah, yeah, so uh, well, let's do an intro. <laughs> you guys remember this song? I do like this song. You like this one? I do. I'm not going to change it then. Welcome Metallica to the stage. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised with Lars Ulrich. I'll admit, I'll say it right now. I you, was, you should be the I, amount of money you fucking paid. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised, uh, with, with what Lars has must've been working on over the last few years. So I'm curious because like that new song, Lux Eterna, it's the double bass. Did they play that? And did he do a good job? Uh, I don't think they played, they played it Friday. Friday. Wait, no, they played Orion Friday. Yeah, they played some, but uh, oh. I'll have to look up the set list last night because they were just burning through it. But he was like, he was on it. Really? Yeah. So I didn't see, I saw Five Finger Death Punch's kit was covered. They had a black sheet over it. But then during like the setup, there was a long time between Five Finger and Metallica. And I was like, where's the fucking drum set? I'm like, are they going to, they're just going to completely How set it up. In? So, uh, it was, he either had two or four complete kits. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, my guess would be he had four, but they were on risers underneath the stage. And so they played in four that? different, they, he was put in four different spots. Man. So they, they play, they bring the kit up, he play a number of songs and then they lower it and then they bring the kit up in another spot. Would he, would he, so what was, was it like a big hallway under the stage? Or they it must've been. Yeah. yeah. But he, he so probably he got like off go down here well, and then he, walk down. He probably got off the kit and then they lowered it. So they got either it. had two or four kits. This way, Lars. This Come way. On. Come on, pony. Like, <laughs> just, I know, I know like we, we talk a lot of shit about Lars Ulrich, but apparently like he's kind of like the spokesperson for the band. I mean, Metallica, like I think, I mean, Papa hit. Tip at the top, but apparently Lars is kind of like under the hood, the motor that keeps the band going. And I think he was the one that had all the connections when they started out too. Yeah, and hmm. it's like I could keep talking shit, and it's like, yeah, and I will. Like I will always talk shit because I just think, yeah, he's but a, like I just think he's a tool. He is kind of a tool, you know. But but it stems from his musicianship, not his toolness. He's a Metallica. Yeah, it just it's all of it. And just why like watching him play drums, I'm just like I get angry. I don't know. And just and then like does he four count into every song line? Every every song and then it's the same he does the same fills and I mean they're now clean at least and he's like he's kept it together and but it just I don't know. Like you hear Ice Nine Kills and Five Fingers drummers and it's just like really complicated and like real cool. And it's like, okay, but that's just, that's just Metallica. That's the music they wrote. I had, I had a friend that offered me a possible ticket to Friday night's show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool, let me know. And then I, I didn't hear from him. Friday night came and went. And then I heard that he was like, yeah, the group that we were with, we caught 
one of Pantera's songs and then Metallica started. And it's like, well, thank fuck I didn't go because I like Metallica, but I would love to see the other two bands, you know, open Mm -hmm. for them. Mammoth and Pantera. And I get it, you know, like the Pantera might as well be like a tribute band to themselves. And at this point, yeah. And Dimebag, I get it. But I, I, I'm just glad I didn't spend 200 bucks to be part of a fucking group who missed the two openers. <laughs> Fuck up. that. Was, I don't care where we're eating dinner. I'm leaving. We Yeah, we got there in time, like right as Ice Nine Kills was starting. Because yeah, how much were those Ice tickets? Nine, is that a Joe Satriani song, Ice Nine? I don't know. They're like a um, like a theatrical metalcore band. They, they do. They were interesting. I didn't, I didn't know much about them. Go, go, go. But there were like zombies walking around the stage and <laughs> the lead singer, like it was, I don't want to, I'm not going to use the word uh, I used mm-hmm. earlier to yeah, describe it, tool. but it was just, uh, it was like, it's like, all right, like, I think this guy's taking himself a little too seriously. He's very um, flamboyant. Yeah. He was just oh, like, he's, he's in a little like tie and suspenders and he's like floating around the stage and then he grabs an ax and puts on uh, that clear, like raincoat, like from oh, like, like American Psycho. Baby. Yeah. And he's got his axe and he's like, a chop, <laughs> a chop, like just like in time with the, like, like, but that's, that's how he's doing it. Like real fluffy. Yeah. Like real, that. yeah. You know, and then real he like, theatrical. he like pulls an arm, a dismembered arm up and he's just like, <laughs> and then like, two people in like scrubs come out and like, and like drag the body away. And then he like, he like floats <laughs> off and the he band's levitating. The band's just firing behind him. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's. <laughs> it was just it was sounds, sur- sounds like i missed a hell of a it, it, show it was surreal man and like he had an axe he had a knife he like cuts this lady's neck with the knife just yeah just <laughs> she she falls <laughs> and like it's just and these like zombies and they run like runs and he tackles it yeah that's great it sounds like a good show it was it was like uh <laughs> it was it was like Alice Cooper, but I, I love rock shows. Maybe one day I'll go to one. <laughs> was, I'd love to be a part of one one day. It, it was like Alice Cooper, but I don't know. Like, yeah, like it, it was more, he took him like more serious. Sure. So we had a meeting. Well, it wasn't a meeting. It was like just a hangout on Friday. And we were we were all hoping to have all three. But why it was out of town for a family birthday gathering. Yeah. How did it go? Dude, it was a great time. I had a lot of fun. Uh, Did you see my happy birthday I sent you yesterday yeah, in Snapchat? It, it is your birthday. No, that's what I texted you. Did oh, you yeah. see what I saw on Snapchat? Yeah, I looked at that yesterday. I was Tell Drew sitting, what it was. Well, I was sitting on my couch with uh, Hannah, and I was like, oh, Kev sent me a Snapchat. So I opened it, and it's just a, a giant black penis on my Snapchat screen. I like clicked it, and it got even bigger. <laughs> the picture just got bigger. Did it say anything on it? <laughs> I didn't know if it said. I clicked off it real quick because like, it said "Happy Birthday." Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Bab, were you just sitting there yesterday? Like, no, not big enough. Not big enough. I no, need bigger. I was, I was just... actually in the Starbucks drive-through, getting ready to get a pup cup for Riz and uh, uh, you know, coffee for myself. And I was googling "big black cock," and I clicked the first one that popped up. But I was going back and forth in the Starbucks app from the <laughs> Snapchat because they would walk to the window and then they'd walk away. So I don't know what he was doing. And I'm like, You're okay, s- I really got to plan this. Right, Sir, we're gonna need it's... you to see your phone for the discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah, You're right. sick, man. I, I wanted to avoid that, and I did. You and were, then, you you know, are sick. Had, happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, how old are you now? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. How's uh? Yeah. It's been a yeah. few months, but how's how's <laughs> the relationship? Yeah, dude. Tell us about your life now. <laughs> it's good. 
It's really, really good. It's the cool. best relationship. Next question. Anyways, it's the best relationship I've been in for sure. Uh, but the trip was fun too. Did she go? No. No, because Jake and I still sleep in the living room because there's not enough rooms like at the place we stay at. Mm-hmm. So we're just cotting up in the... I feel like you're... Why doesn't your dad just bite the bullet and just get like a family lake house for you guys? You know? He wanted to do that with the place mm-hmm. we stay at, but prices went up. <laughs> would uh, would he be cool like the two of well, you sharing, in sharing a premarital bed? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Cool yeah, probably not. But he's like, cool. But he's cool with his two sons playing fucking Siamese twins sharing a premarital bed, dude. Like, who? <laughs> who? I, I don't remember like what movie it was, or I think it was like a show. But it was like an old timey western show, and like they like these two people had to share a bed, and they like cocooned the guy up, <laughs> so like not to prevent like no touching. He <laughs> like was a, like yeah, he was like swaddled oh, like, like coneheads. Was it Coneheads? Is it God? I don't know. Stand <laughs> some <up>. old Western. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, you know, like, I don't know. It was like some like old, you know, like. When, so like a Mormon. Yeah, but it was back when like our morals weren't so loose, oh, I guess. Wait, wait, but are you talking about like Blazing Saddles or something? I don't know. I don't know if it was Blazing Saddles. It was something like that where yeah. it's like, yeah, you guys can share a bed, but you have to like. Do you think. Oh, no. You think our morals are in the trash now? I don't think. No, I don't think they are. I just think we're. I think they did all that stuff because it's like, oh, I can't. Do this. I so I'm just gonna get morals. In I'm just gonna get <laughs> prostitutes. But now I think it's just a little bit more like, yeah, premarital sex is something that is just gonna happen because that's just how life works. Mm. Premarital is such a Christian statement. It's just sex. Yeah, sex, yeah. sex, sex, sex out of <laughs> sex. sex out of wedlock. So, so, keep, so keep going. What's what else? How, what was, what were L we word? talking about? You guys, you guys throwing around the L word yet? We are throwing around the L word. Like Ooh. at like before you get off every call or just like you, once you, a week. Are you, uh, are you uh, just like quite, I like you? A lot, yeah, uh, quite a bit when we hang out and stuff. Not like over dramatic. Was like, I love you, but just just during handies. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Keep going. I love you. Hang on, I got a Snapchat. Check when, out what Kevin sent me. When you guys, um, sacks, do you guys stare at each other in the eyes? Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Just direct. I don't make, I don't move a muscle. Like, I'm going to make this chick pasta later. <laughs> Do you ever call her by the wrong name on purpose just to see how it goes? Oh, no. Yeah. No. Not, well, my hair will grow back. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> Why, wow, I've, I've really missed you guys. I have a mirror right there so I can just see how the Rogaine's working every day. Are you going to take your hat off? It's like, slow down, babe. Socks are next. <laughs> Socks. Uh, <laughs> So, so this is good. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna continue. Have you guys had a fight yet? Uh, yeah, a couple. Not like anything huge. But, but better question: Do you guys not fight? Uh, yeah, we. <laughs> I mean, we've like disagreed. I think and gotten in some uh, one actual fight, but yeah, it was over with the next day, and it was that you know. Were you just it. like Israel should be able to defend themselves? <laughs> and she freaked out. And, and she that, said, "I give my life for Pakistan." <laughs> Will you pray with me? No. What? <laughs> what? I shared a bed with you. <laughs> I looked you in the eyes. <laughs> right in your eye. Dude. Well, I was thinking about Jesus. I don't know what you were thinking about. He was in our bedroom. <laughs> so that's, man, that's great. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Have you farted in front of her yet? Ooh, oh, yeah. Dude, like she, she, you just fart and you're just like, it's just a fart and you guys just keep playing Jenga or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, Wait, I'm curious what you, like, in your head that we do. I just hey, yeah, just okay, yeah. Describe yeah, what you're what, picturing as they're like. I mean, he, she comes over, boom. Uh, I fucking air mattress is ready on the, in the living room. 
um, Jenga. <laughs> Probably like ciders. I don't know, like seasonal drinks. He's right, he's right about that. The, um, like watery chicken. Like, like pumpkin beer. <laughs> yeah, no, dried out chicken. No garlic. No fettuccine. Nothing. Just dried out chicken. The Modelo. Um, yeah, like like you know, like like schla- like like pumpkin beers, but not the heavy shit like Schlafly, like uh, like O'Fallon pumpkin beers. Dude, yeah, Brick yeah. River cider, <laughs> right on like the nose. Bud Light right pumpkin. Um, yeah, like uh, like very. I don't know. Like if Chick Fil A had a, like a a, young, a mid twenties relationship, like that's there. That would you know, my pleasure. Want a single pickle? <laughs> my pleasure. Yeah, I, I, but like I'm not making fun of it. Like it's very organic. It's very fluffy. It's 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 beautiful from two people that's who great. are raised by good people. You know. And she's okay. what four five years younger. Yeah, she's twenty two. Okay, so six 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 years, years younger. Six years younger. What yeah. she do? Uh, she was born in 2001. Holy oh shit, God. man. In March where of were 2001. You? Okay, so she was pre-9-11. Where were you in 9-11? Dude, she's pre-9-11. <laughs> in a crib. I was fucking in a crib when those towers Dude, when, came down. When Ocean Avenue came out, she could barely walk. <laughs> Dude, do you ever get bored with her? Like, you know, when she like wears like a new pair of jeans or something, you're like, oh my God, 2001 just called, they, they want you back. They just hit the South Tower. <laughs> No, but I'm taking that. That's my new favorite. <laughs> that's my new favorite scale. Of <laughs> no, what, 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 what did people. you say? They want their what back? <laughs> they want you back. Oh. <laughs> that's good. Ocean. That's real good. Well, just think of like 2000. What came out? All American Rejects. Move along. She was four. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> she was. She was in pre. She was pre K. Dude, uh, yeah. I mean, you weren't far fucking behind her. What were you yeah. doing in 2001? Ten. Oh, in, in 2001, I was six. Kindergarten. So he, He's a great... <laughs> I still, I he's still just a kid. I don't remember 9-11, though. Could you imagine yeah. if you guys would have met in 2001, do you think you would have the same relationship? I think it'd be stronger. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that thing in that crib over there? <laughs> what? I have to. Have and it. when does she what, turn 18? Do you guys remember... You remember the movie Twilight? Um, and like... I've never actually seen Twilight, but go on. You're not missing oh, anything. Dude, I, I dated a girl in my in my teens and twenties that read the books, and she explained. She was like telling me the story, and I was I was like, all right, it sounds like a decent story. And then she explained that like Bella is a vampire who's about you know she gets pregnant by like a vampire. It's like the last movie, so that she's got to become a vampire, so this fucking vampire baby doesn't like kill her from the inside. But I the, didn't, the I didn't wolf Twilight went that the direction. wolf side the wolf sides like oh, they. Yeah. When they decide like they're gonna have like a, a relationship, yeah. they they do this thing called like they imprint. They like put their it's like a dog like marking its territory or some shit. It's called imprinting. And Jacob, who is like one of Bella's love interests, she he fucking imprints on her baby like that's not born yet. <laughs> like he like he pees on it, like he marks his spot. <laughs> That's what it equates to, but I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> he, he peed in her? Uh, he's like claiming her. Like, peeing on her isn't the weird part. The weird part okay. is, I'm going to date your daughter that's not born yet. <laughs> that's the fucking weird part. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so isn't, uh, so Bella, who's the, who's the main, uh, uh, t- uh what's her fucking, there's Jacob and there's Edward. 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 Yeah. Isn't he, he's a vampire, right? Yeah. So, and he's like super old. I mean, they're all super old, except Bella, or not Bella. Um, wait, yeah, Bella, because she becomes a vampire. Like that's the very isn't that the very last scene of the last movie? Or am I missing something? Uh, I'm not sure. So I've Edward's seen it like once. Edward's a pedophile. Yeah. 
Because uh, he's like a thousand years old. Yeah, but like, like, like he's, does he's, it like restart? Let's listen to some music, and he's like, "All right, I got this new jazz country," and it's like Beethoven or something. <laughs> um, doesn't it? You better hold on. Well, she's the vampire monkey. now. She's a vampire now with him. So now they live forever. Yeah, but prior, prior to the vampire vampirism, mm-hmm. she was just a high school chick, right? Yeah, and he's like some yeah. thousand year old creep. Te- I mean, technically, he's like a two hundred year old creep, but but he's he's a high school student. Like that's where his. That's where it stops, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, technically his brain keeps going, you know, yeah. but interesting. It's really old. Yeah. But I, Wyatt, I'm glad. I'm happy. Thank you. Yeah. I did something Saturday night that I got to tell you guys about that might gross you out. Okay. I oh. ate something and no, it wasn't pussy. Mm-hmm. I Damn. ate something very odd. Penis. No. Oh, okay. But not far off. Really? Deer how, how close? I had deer heart. Oh, okay. I knew it that was to do with. that was about two hours old. Wait, what? Why? The heart was two hours old. Yeah. Oh, dude. The heart was f- was nearly freshly scooped out of the deer. Oh. The baby deer that was two hours old. No, well, the heart was. Well, let me rephrase that. The heart was was beating two hours prior to. How and like a regular deer. And how a big re- was full size deer? How big was it? Uh, the before we cut it up, it was about. You could hold it. Up. So I'm not a hunter. I'm not. I don't. I don't come from that world. What's the fucking draw to this? So why'd you eat a deer heart? So it's 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 interesting because I like the deer was killed and then it was field dressed like out there. So it was it was every all the guts and everything were removed. You do that out there like after you right, kill boom, it. Boom! You kill it. Yeah. Pull it out. You cut okay. here. You cut here. You yank all that stuff out. Ugh. And then you're left with like the meat. But mm-hmm. so. Uh, like, have you ever had beef liver? Yeah. Like, this, like these, these kind of things. Once, yeah. yeah. So there are like, you can just, you can eat all this stuff, but like liver's gross, but heart, it was, I don't know. It was really good. Really? Yeah. So what, what's like the texture? Give me an example. Um, It's a little tough. I've had a chicken heart, but that's not anywhere near the. Oh, that's, you know, Chick-fil-A. It's <laughs> with a little pickle and it's, uh, it's a little tough, but it's not like inedible. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it was, we, we fried some. And then we pan seared some. This is a weird question too. When you bit into it, did any blood come out? No. Okay. No. But it it was. I did feel a little strange afterwards. Like mm. just the thought of eating like, in something, beating that kept it alive. Yeah, be, eating something that like uh, that's the probably next to a fish that somebody caught. That's probably the freshest thing I've ever eaten in it, my entire life. Hang on, I missed the joke. It, it was beating. It was not beating. At this point, it wasn't beating. But it okay. It was two hours previously. Yeah, it, was it wasn't beating. just sitting there like thump thump, thump thump, <laughs> and I had to fucking just biting into it raw. Catch it with a knife. But it, I don't know. It just felt like I was like, man, maybe I, maybe I could eat a person. Maybe it's a girl thing, man, but what? it just <laughs> hold on, maybe, back up. <laughs> what did you just say? I don't know. I'm like, maybe I could eat a person. <laughs> it just you know, it wakes up that no, I didn't go into some like blood lust thing after you like, turned into just, a. <gasps> A fucking vampire. Just chasing around people with knives. As a, as a, maybe it's a girl thing, but it just felt good. <laughs> did you start imprinting all the girls? Why, 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 the, why the Outback coupons? <laughs> why the Outback gift certificates? <laughs> it was, uh, but it was, it was really, it was really, I could have, here, let me show you a picture. Yeah, please don't. Just put, put it away. Put it away. Put, put, the, put it on silent and put it away. Hang on. Is your, is your phone off, by the way, buddy? Here, look at this. It's, yeah. like a, it's like a horror movie. Oh. Gross. So that's the heart up there. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Please don't show me. I don't care. Really? 
Okay, let me see. <laughs> it, it, it looks it looks like a horror movie. Like I ha- no, I'm sh- I've seen like people cut deer. Yeah, I hate looking at. No, that's actually a little bit more tame than I thought it was. No, yeah, be. if you zoom out, if you pinch out a little bit, you'll see the, the kind of the carnage on the back of the yeah, yeah. And intestines. Yeah. Something about like seeing hearts and then move makes me really uncomfortable. It. I didn't see it. I, I didn't know, see it, it beating. Just, I don't like it. But it was. I don't know. It was. And like I was talking to the person that killed it, and he like he was he had killed a few deer before, but. He was still like you could see that he was amped up, even afterwards. And I think it was like this thing that yeah, I'm not I'm gonna get like that. It, it wakes up something that's like in our core DNA yeah. that we've had like for millennia. Like a primal because this was yeah this was the thing this was the way of doing it until yeah. we moved into this like farms and processing meat. Right, right. And you know, but I you know, I don't know, man. Like I, I like I like how Avatar does it. You know, they're like, thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm just I'll just go buy chicken. Like I'll let somebody else deal with this. Yeah. But like that meat, he's going to process it, do everything himself. So that meat won't leave the property. Like I would like to eat some of that because how good it is for you. Yeah. Compared to like yeah, some processed meat farm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. I had deer heart. Deerheart. It it was, it was. Amelia Amelia Deerheart. So what? What was your what was your summer like, Drew? What what you what you do on the time off? Post season two, pre season three. Um, dude, a lot of really interesting stuff. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I worked. (laughs) I worked out. I golfed. It was you know I'm I'm into those I'm into that mid thirties man. It's it's not like pull swing. It's not like hopes and dreams and mm-hmm. all this stuff. It's it's just fucking just put your head down and power through until you die. Yeah. What about you, Wyatt? How was your post <laughs> post season two, what? pre-season three summer? I hung out with you a couple times over summer. You played gigs with me. What, Wyatt? <laughs> just die. fucking just fucking head down. Get this shit over with. Yeah, I, I was just giving you shit. It was good. I was really, really busy this summer though. When it yeah. did a trick to Innsbruck. Innsbruck. That place is pretty cool. Or is that Europe? No. It's like 45 minutes away from here. Oh. Out in the county. Did that. I'm uh, I'm getting on a plane next week for the first time in 12 Ooh. years. Ooh. First time. We're all going to die. There's a bomb on the plane. So we put the fucking plane down. Did you guys ever watch season nine of uh, How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, there's there's one where like Robin's mom's coming, but she doesn't want to be on a plane or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the one part, we're all gonna die. <laughs> the next scene is, I'm sorry, I didn't she's mean like, to flip just, out. It's like zooming out. She's duct taped, duct taped to the chair. <laughs> how Dude, that's uh, how it's gonna be. How where are you going? Dude, I'm going in uh, North Carolina, Charlottesville, just to hang out. Uh, sure. Thursday to Sunday is that South Carolina or North Carolina? Charlottesville. Charlottesville? Charlottesville. Remember where like the Trump rally happened? Uh, uh, the, the dude like ran over a bunch of people. Yeah, oh, it's a Republican thing. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, but we're gonna go check out some Trump's making an appearance <laughs> right there. <laughs> His new haircut making an appearance. Is it just you and your girlfriend? Or is a family stuff? No, just me and my girlfriend. But why'd uh, you choose there? Well, she was gonna go there for uh, training for work, anyways. <laughs> okay, and we couldn't think of anywhere else to go, so we just stuck just there. tagging along. Well, that's no longer happening, so we're just going for a vacation. Oh, okay. So, cool. But yeah, it's been 12 years, and I am like... Are you freaking out a little? Well, I saw a TikTok yesterday of the the pilot's view of yeah. them doing an airplane like takeoff, mm-hmm. and yeah, it did not help. Dude. At all. Let me put your mind at ease. Like, think of how bad it's going to be in your mind. 
and then treble it the day of. Yeah. 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 It's going down. And get like, <laughs> and, and like take, like take like a bunch of edibles before you like, no, w- no. watch final really? destination before you take the flight. This is all great advice. Uh, yeah. So, so I, yeah, you're going to be fine. Well, I'll be fine. I just, well, I mean, do you, do you really, I got like a, I, in my mind, I was just like, well, you know, we're thousands of feet up in the air. If one thing goes wrong, I depend on two people to save me and they could be fucking dumb. Dude, they could hang on. <laughs> Look at it. Is it making noise? No. no. <laughs> what happened to yours? Speaking of dumb. <laughs> Dude, uh, you know, statistically, your intro's gone. Statistically, you're more likely to die on the way to the airport. Like it's a true car accident. Like I have yeah. this cousin. Well, I had this cousin. Well, well, I just, man, I don't know. I think going down an airplane would be like one of the worst ways to die. Oh, I, I don't, dude. I mean, it, yeah, if it goes like this. Well, yeah, that's what's going to happen. No, dude, airplane, like when engines go out on airplanes, they're already going, what, three, four hundred miles per hour? So they coast. At least. Yeah, you'll glide. You'll glide. And there's. You glide. I mean, when this happens, so then you're going to glide. Then I'll glide to death. You're not going to die, dude. I'm not going to die. I just. I would rather go, go. I would rather like be on like a 747 and the air, the engines go out and then see what happens than be in a car accident right now. I mean, I'm not oh, saying it wouldn't yeah. be scary, but I think it would be safer, you know, car especially accidents. if there's like a large field or something. Yeah. You know, but, like, well, the problem is like that time, <laughs> that time with everybody where you're, when you're on that glide and you see like the engines like fucking flame out that mm. time, you've got time to sit and just. With everybody around you and just freak out. I, I mean, I put there my AirPods minutes. in and just yeah. let let them freak out. I, we'll be okay. I'll be down there in ten minutes. You guys fucking suck, dude. <laughs> that Shane Gillis yeah. thing. Like, you guys fucking suck. I'll be there in ten minutes. <laughs> Do you know what he's talking about? It's it's Shane Gillis, the comedian. He's mm-hmm. got like a thing on Comedy Central. Where he had he had a thing on Comedy. Central. I don't know, but all these people are calling their loved loved ones of the plane going down, and he's like calling people that he fucking hates. He's like, I'm gonna fucking beat your ass. Like, well, come down. I'll be there in 10 minutes (laughs) dude i saw a tiktok clip the other day of like worst plane crashes and there was one to where why are you doing this to yourself this is a while ago this is a while ago before i knew i was going but the something with the balance of like you know an instrument keeping the balance of the plane like broke and the plane flipped upside down and couldn't figure out how to get back up so they just glided down upside down and blew up yeah so you're okay. Yeah, you're talking a lot of catastrophic, yeah, rare yeah. failures, right? Well, it happens all the time. <laughs> Happened yesterday, dude. You're That's gonna get dude, an airplane is like a bus that flies. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. And instead of having just some like person with a like a CDL license, you, you've yeah. got a highly trained. You have two extremely highly yeah. trained. You got you got a bunch of Drew Worthers up there, like nerds doing math. Right. And Perfect. and more importantly, dude, if you sit down, you're probably not going to take a window seat, obviously. But if you don't look out the window, you don't know that you're like really high in the air and could could possibly probably die. My <laughs> my first my first official like commercial flight, I was like I purposefully like I wanted window seats just so I could see everything. Yeah. And I was I was sitting next to these two girls and like the one in the middle had never flown before and she was freaking out. And uh, the flight attendant like was there, like leaning down, like you know, it's just it's, it's gonna be okay. We're all gonna die. Just, you know, statistically, you're more likely to die. On the <laughs> I had this cousin. Oh, I had this cousin. And she's like holding her hand. She's like, "You're doing so great." 
and, just consoling this woman. Yeah. And they, they like, they're just yeah. drinking and like, it, yeah. And it, cause it happens. I mean, people like have that sort of high anxiety mm-hmm. and especially their first yeah. time. And, me. and you're just going a new, uh, are, do you have connection flights or is it straight? It's lucky? like a two hour flight. Awesome. Cause that doesn't happen now. Now everybody's fucking connecting. I might be going to Germany in the end of the month. Really? For music. You know, oh. and I'll only be, I won't, I, it's not a vacation. I'll be there for music. And, Dude, you know, I think Lambert, Ger- like, I think Lambert has stuff that's like direct Germany we, in the winter. Well, the thing is, is that I, I'll have to, uh, my goal it's, I mean, it's going to be expensive because it's already this late in the game. If it does, if the event happens and I'm going to, I need to be there, then I'm going to have to figure out, I'm going to have to coordinate whatever flight I take with the, you know, whatever with, you can with get. my boss, who's going to be landing there earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, Mike, it's, he's a good buddy. He's a booking agent. He's got a booking company in Utah. And, um, if you know, the whole thing works out, he wants, he wants some of his talented folks to be there with him so he can not have to worry about playing music as much and actually shake some hands and network a little bit. So I thought it would be a cool, you know, a cool thing, you know, a little write off for the IRS. What do you think about flying overseas? See, that's what I don't like. Yeah. I don't like that, but um, from here to Europe, I, I think they got it all pretty figured out pretty quickly. So, you know, hopefully I'll take a take an aisle seat and just, you know, fucking sleep. Would you rather crash on land or would you rather, rather crash oh, in the sea? Dude, that's rough. Well, you're more, well, well so, I don't know. You know, statistically, you're more. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I mean, I'm, you know, eating what I just threw at Wyatt, like. If it's not a violent thing and it's a glide, like, and we're not in the middle of like a fucking storm in the middle of the night, you know, like, I, I think because the plane floats, they have like those floating things, mm-hmm. the buoys, you know. And, if it, yeah, um, if it's landed properly, it might. If it's landed, you properly, might have a chance to get out. You might have a chance. I don't. Know, I'd probably rather take the land, honestly, because yeah, then it's yeah. like, we're, like best case scenario is you're alive, and then you're out, and then you're like fucking stuck in a raft. Yeah, and then you got to or oh. or the rest. Somebody freaks out and like you know they're I don't know they poke the raft. And now we're oh, all it's like, all right, looks like we got to eat you. Dude, I would. Kill. <laughs> Drew I says would, the heart's pretty good. So I would kill that person. Yeah. I would. What? Uh, what was your. Fuck, you guys fucking suck. Dude, the worst thing of being. I'll, in be, a, I'll be there right now. Dude, yeah. Being in a plane crash is being in the middle of the ocean. Fuck that. Yeah, I would. Hell no. Uh, when was your last flight? Like, what was it? Do you remember where you were going? Yeah, it was uh, for Camp Electric, which was a. Um, Camp Electric? Yeah. Go on. It was like a bunch of uh, Christian musicians. Like Toby Mac was there. Red, they were there. Nice. Skillet, I think, was there too. So, oh, so you had like probably like less fear on that plane because you're like, Jesus is on my side. Well, I was young and dumb. But the, the thing that made me nervous about planes happened on that flight back because it was from Nashville to Missouri. But like we were going through a storm during it. And the I think I've told you guys this before, but the, the stewardess like, I was like, hey, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. We're just, Flight you know, attended. some turbulence. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, well, to calm everybody down, to calm everybody down, mm-hmm. I'm going to sing us a song. And oh. she sang a song. <laughs> yeah, I do remember you yeah. that. You know, you know what, though? Like, I'm kind of the same way, though. Like, I'll, I, I'll go and get, like, a massage. And, like, in an environment where I'm supposed to be relaxed, like, I hear music that is supposed to be relaxing. But because I know the music is supposed to relax me, it keeps me on edge. Mm-hmm. So, like, I understand where you're coming yeah. from on that. That's where you just, I wish you just would have been like, hey, it's a lot of turbulence. Fucking happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like hang up you don't have to sing a song what song did she sing dude some it was like some kumbaya where it was like a sing-along the second time oh i would i would have i thought we were gonna sweet, die <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna lead us all in prayer no, because that's what i thought she was doing i thought she was like singing us a song because we were gonna fucking die <laughs> red fans again i need a hero 
hero. Oh, wait, that's Skillet. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I need a hero. My pilot's a hero. You, uh, I'm awake. You're, wake me up. <laughs> Somebody in the back, wake me up inside. You, uh, you know what you should do? This is an option is prior to the flight, just purge everything and watch as many <clears throat> air disaster films as you possibly can. Get it out of the way. And just get it, just yeah. burn yourself out. Like, well, it it doesn't really bother it me because like that's what you already did. Because well, yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna get on the plane anyway. Talk, you're just gonna swipe through. Just plane crash, plane crash. Because then you. Because <laughs> then you're. <laughs> what if you search like safe plane landing? Just and it's all plane just like regular crash. shit. He's like, no, no, no. What's the crash? Boring, it's boring. Just a compilation of GTA mods. <laughs> what, what if you stumble upon like an old VHS video and it's like you guys got to see this? It's like it's like lo- a local flight attendant sings songs to calm <laughs> Christian campers, and it's just like <laughs> I need a hero. <laughs> Child in window seat cries. <laughs> <laughs> Little redheaded boy upset. I flight from Nashville to Missouri. Man, I dude, I love I love <clears throat> flying. I love it. I wish I I shared that. Yeah, dude. When it takes off and these, just take a breath and relax, dude. That's you have two hours of free time. True. What are you gonna do with it? Not die. Well, <laughs> and I enjoy I enjoy the turbulence. You like that the sounds, turbulence? I know it sounds. See, weird. Yeah. Now you're getting weird. I got to take some deep breaths on turbulence, but it's not because I think I'm gonna die. I just I don't like that up and down stomach feeling you get mm-hmm. like on roller coaster. What do you like about turbulence? Uh, it 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 breaks up some of the monotony. Hmm. Of just sitting there. That's a good way to think about at it. Like 500 miles an hour, 30,000 feet in the sky. Like, it's like, it's, all right, this is, this is boring. Do you know the, um, that, that catch me if you can, the Leonardo DiCaprio, when they're, he's interviewing all the college girls to be like flight attendants or whatever. And they, it goes to the one girl and it's like, we're flying in an altitude of 300 feet at a, at a <laughs> speed of 10,000 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> we should watch that after this. I, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll get on there. And then, I mean, the truth is like, you have to ride it out anyways, because where are you going to go? Open the emergency door. Down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I, for me, I, I don't know if this happens with you, but I relax finally when I sit down on the plane. I, I everything I, I else leading up to that, like once we're up, then I relax because I love takeoff. I love the landing, I, but like all my anxiety comes getting to the airport getting through tsa mm-hmm. like finding it making sure i'm there waiting like all right i'm good i'm here five and a half hours early yeah i'm just gonna go drink until i fall asleep in a chair that will be something i do i'm <clears throat> i'm definitely gonna drink yeah you gotta you gotta have a I'm couple like of a whiskey you gotta have a couple of airport beers dude i uh i had like a super long layover issue in in santa barbara and i just pounded beer all day and just mm. fell asleep uh I like did the thing where I pulled a hat down and just no, I love and that. like my phone vibrated. It's like, oh, your flight's about to take off. And I was like, what? Fuck. <laughs> got out there and walked my drunk ass out <laughs> to the plane. But it, yeah, I have a couple beers. Relax. It'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Do, some, do some whiskey. Do some whiskey. I, yeah. <clears throat> my girlfriend's mom told me a story about her taking uh, edibles before a flight. And yeah, how it's, like, it's, it's always a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. So. I could see that. Yeah, it, yeah. I would not enjoy that flight. I would be miserable. I'd have to sit in the bathroom the whole time, I think. I think that would make it worse because the bathroom's the smallest plot, spot, like spot on the fucking plane. You should be like, can I, can I go see the cockpit? <laughs> Dude, I kind of want to wear like my Boeing hoodie. Be like, hey, can yeah, I... Uh, that'd be dope. Can I see what you guys are doing? 
<laughs> I, well, I, yeah. <laughs> you do it to yourself. How fast does this go down? Uh, I, yeah, I don't think they let anybody in the in the cockpits anymore. Now, you, usually, like the autopilot and all that shit, like you know, like the fucking computer is trained to like let it know, you know, to to, to dive straight down. Crash! Redheaded just entered cockpit. Dive. Does anybody here work for Boeing? There's been a problem in the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> I, need a I, I just order aluminum <laughs> sir you're needed in the cockpit what <laughs> have you ever heard of red i yeah it'll be fun you'll be fine i need a hero it'll it'll be it'll be fine bab how was your how was your summer what tell us about you were gigging you're yeah. gigging a lot right do you guys hear that yeah what is that it's static that <laughs> You hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. I'll figure it out later. What was your question? How was your summer, dude? Tell us. Busy. Yeah. Real biz. You got any good any any stories that poke out? Um Any good drunk people that you had to deal with? I mean, I did, but I think I've purged it all already and now i don't know what those stories are how uh so the cold cold play oh yeah yeah i uh I, <laughs> you're in a cold yeah. play tribute band i'm in a cold play tribute band so how was kstk that's the, yeah well you were on good. the you were on the news i was on uh we were on fox 2 for one thing like it, it's it's a it's a different experience not being the leader of the band it's a yeah. different experience just like they're not talking to me you know, so it's it's pretty neat. But the uh, one of the radio interviews that they did um, is a buddy of mine, and he was like, "Hey, we can do the interview, but you got to have Bab here. That's my only term." So I I ended up going and catching up with him on the radio, and it was it was cool. It was what, pretty like, neat leading up, like five fifty a.m. Well, it was, was it on but now radio it's, no now they um that was my buddy. It was he was like a it was like a conservative radio show or some shit, oh, and then they I know right, and then they bumped him <laughs> over to FM, and he's. You know, he's a very intelligent dude. He's got, you know, some pretty stern, you know, I, I don't really know much about the politics side of it, but he's a he's a super music fan, which is why I think like he's, you know, he's got his hand in the politic thing and he's got his hand in like the show, like the show business world. So like, you know, him and his wife, they'll um, when celebrities come into town for like comedy tours or if they're shooting a movie or something like um, he'll interview. He interviewed Packer. I don't know what his name is in real life. Um, oh, Todd Packer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, nice champ kind from yeah you know he's, he's he's just one of those guys it was it was pretty cool it was, it was nice to you know be wanted on that and then i had a um the uh, actually this is kind of my my most recent story i was really stressed out about a wedding gig that was taking place because there was a lot of miscommunications um between band members between the wedding planner and i between the um you know it, and anyway it is that your least favorite kind <clears throat> of gig to do weddings well i you know i talk with a no no but usually usually it's it's because i'm handling one-on-one -on -one with the client you know and that and that it's 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 easy that way but when you're represented by a production company that is like you're not really a priority to them so therefore information isn't really being forwarded to you and forwarded to the wedding planner and stuff like it just fucking makes it for a huge headache mm -hmm. 
you know, and then you get things like things being added to the, what you originally quoted for for this small amount of work and the workload doubling, basically, and no more money being on the table for you. It just turned into a real pain in the ass. And I was stressed out because I wanted to make sure that, you know, the Coldplay show went over well the next day, which it did. Yeah. It went over really well. Mm, nice. You know, so um, I, I think I think for the next for next year's gigging season for like the wedding stuff and all that, I think I'm going to start reserving the right to speak with clients directly instead of being represented by a fucking production company that doesn't just do anything. Too many hands in the and yeah, yeah in right. the pot, like screwing things up. So this wedding. Yeah. This last this wedding that you played, like it just did it go poorly? Like, no, I meant, well, the, the cocktail hour I got rained on. Like really? toward, towards like I hit my last thing and then a mariachi band was supposed to start <laughs> and I got uh I I I I got rained on towards the uh you know towards the end of it but uh but yeah it was it was fine otherwise so um yeah and then the Coldplay thing was the next day and then it went it went really well so what's your favorite Coldplay song and why is it Clocks it's <laughs> <laughs> the only fucking Coldplay I, song I, I like Clocks really? because it's it's emotive that piano part is really emotive um. Yeah, and the is whole song. Your, the whole song is pretty emotive. That's the only song you know by Coldplay. Clocks. My favorite. Yeah, I think I my so. favorite song from Coldplay is a song. It's not a hit. It's not on the radio. It never has been. It probably never will be. It's called Charlie Brown. It's got a really good. It's got like a really good. Um, you know, lead part. It's it's pretty easy. The groove's fantastic, and I think he's talking about like buying drugs from you know drug dealers on the middle of the city. On a Saturday what's nights, the, or what's the groove? It's just dun 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 dun. Yeah, just all all the. <laughs> all right, let's start the next song. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your least favorite Coldplay? Yeah, what's the what's the least favorite? What song in the set list do you hate playing? Probably "Russia Blood to the Head." It, it, it's um, it was it, it was I don't know if it was a radio hit. It probably got played in the UK when it came out, but um, but the thing that makes me dislike it is there's. It's it's my experience with like the not the band leader, but just how it how how we rehearse the song, because like the Stratocaster that I play for it isn't really set up for slide. And then, you know, like. Like when we hear the radio, the record version of it, of him doing like these slide parts, you know, we're we're hearing 20 plus guitar slide tracks. So when I do it with one live, it just doesn't sound big. It doesn't sound very thick, you know? So mm -hmm. it's, it's just frustrating. Like it's not frustrating dealing with the band leader. It's frustrating dealing with the things that the band leader thinks he's hearing in the songs, not necessarily that song, but there, there's another part where, uh, you know, he, he, he sings the, um, I think he he thinks he's singing the lead part, but what he's really doing, he's combining a harmony with like what the guitar part's doing, and then making a part up of that. And it, I don't think it exists. So you know, trying to uh, to manage like okay, like like if that's what he's gonna sing, which it's what he's gonna do. Like, how do I find? How do I slide in the fucking slot and do what's gonna a make that sound good and b make it acceptable for uh you know for him with what he's hearing through our in ear system? So right. It's just learning experience, just playing with other people, you know, like I tell you what, though, I am um, something that I'm 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 getting ready to do. I, I'm going to start a new band and it's it's going to be based around like my trio thing. I've got um, I, I want to hunt down players that all sing 
because I'm like really into this Royal Republic band right now. And yeah. they all sing, they all rock at their fucking instruments. Like it would be sweet to have a band that's like, we have tracks, we have all three members sing. We have, you know, like some form of performance or something, you know, yeah. like, like I'm inspired to do something like that. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of what my winter plan is right now. Like to do some research, see if there's people around town that I'm interested in being in a band with, and if they're interested in being in a band with me, type of thing. So I'm thinking about going down that route. But what, what's the what's the extra mile throwdown? Is that a CrossFit thing? You're wearing a shirt that says Extra Mile Throwdown. Oh yeah, that was our that's our in like our in-house okay. comp. I got it. I keep looking at it. I'm like, what the fuck is that? But uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But anyway, that was. Like my, I think my summer was like crazy, crazy busy uh, because I did it to myself. Lots of double headers. The thing I don't like to do is getting very little sleep on Saturday, going and running sound at a church four hours, and then immediately have to jet to a winery gig. The winery gigs are all four hours, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it just it's it's a real fucking trek. It'd be so you know? exhausting. <laughs> like, it's exhausting, man. Like, a, like it's like a nice Sunday afternoon. And it's just like you're running on uh, little to no sleep. Yeah. And everybody's just like, oh, this is the time of our lives. Yeah, your, your bass player's parent show. He's like, let me tell you about Trump. So, you know, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know about White Club. You know, yeah. black, black crime is pretty scary. <laughs> you ever eat heart? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's you more of a heart. Let's talk about Jesus. I think it's more of a Republican thing. No, well, we came to check it out. The pizza's actually pretty good. My son's Twitter said it was pretty trashy. <laughs> White, are you Dude. are you still playing music? Yeah, I've played some gigs with you. I mean, that's yeah. about it, though. I don't play at a church anymore. You don't play at church? You don't play Anything any original else? music? What are you doing? Just hanging out, man. Working, I feel like, all the time. And uh, I like I mean, I, I like playing the gigs that we do, so yeah, yeah. I think that's enough for me right now. Are you playing? I just don't like the stress. Yeah, just bass. bass. I don't like the stress of being... Somebody reached out to me the other day about um, a guy... I, was in a, a drummer in the band I played with previously. Okay. Him being like, uh, getting like a restraining order against this guy. Yeah. The, the drummer or the? Yeah, I'll tell you about it. Okay. But he had reached out to me and I just started like reminiscing, I guess, about being like always down at the fucking Utopia Studios and practicing and, oh, yeah. and gigging like these shitty ass coffee shop gigs though like they just fucking suck there's like a full band on there it's like it sounds terrible <laughs> <laughs> who are these guys fucking wear makeup it's just i don't know yeah, steve bushim mm, i like her wait a minute <laughs> you guys wore makeup dude the last band i was in was trying to be like a ghost hybrid type like like a gothic gothic band, band. <laughs> so yeah all in black a co- in a coffee shop all, all black, yeah. And like, yeah. Wherever they get the gig. Wherever you get the gig. Sometimes at, uh, what's the one next to Red Flag? Um, what's that place called? The really shitty one. Firebird? No, it's the small little place. The, the Creepy Crawl? I can't remember the name of it, but the small little gig and just, I don't know. It's like, man, this shit fucking sucks. Oh, Denny's. <laughs> what the fuck is what up, the fuck is up? You're just like, guys, I don't know if we should be wearing blackface for this concert. <laughs> this seems pretty offensive. I saw a TikTok of a, a young black black boy wearing a white face. And I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. He was fuck he was yeah. pulling a Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Did it look white, good? I, I mean, his wife, you know. <laughs> did it look did good? It look good when fucking, did it, well, it did look good when uh, Robert Downing Jr. did it. <laughs> it, did, it did. It did. Man. Do you, uh, do you play music for your, your lover? 
I I picked up the guitar like twice, I think, in front of her, but not really. Not because like I don't want to. I just I feel like I'm so uh, afraid of being like that guy because of going to like uh, parties and bonfires back in the day, and like one guy shows up with a guitar and all he can play is Wonderwall. Hmm. It's like. It just kind of scarred me. I did talk to somebody over the summertime where uh, like he, he was, I didn't know that he was like this. Uh, the, the further I get into being a, a, a musician as a career, the more I start to re like, let go of the things that like, that like non living musicians have qualms with tracks and samples and all this shit it's like it's like we're not leaning on them they're just meant to make the overall production sound better or look better or be better for everybody involved and when i have these conversations with certain people i have to remind myself like okay a do they do it for a living are they in it you know like what what am i really am i talking to a musician or am i talking to the frustrations the magician has keith has um and this one guy he was he was like (laughs) I found out later he was, you know, he went to like some, he went to like Berkeley or something, you know, and, uh, and while we were talking, he kept coming back to me and like giving me these like indirect stabs, like these indirect digs because I used a looper or something. And he's like, yeah, man, I just, I don't understand why fucking people use these loopers things. You know, when day, uh, Dave Matthews came out and then fucking everybody had a looper. Blah, 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 blah. It's, it's like, dude, like, okay. Did you did you fucking like how did you enjoy your whiskey the whole time? Like what who fucking cares? You know? Like it's like all right, I'll just I'll just play three more guitars all at once. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you want me to do? Right. What the fuck? And th- this there was one fella at uh, a regular gig that I no longer have, and he was he was like, Hey man, I just wanted to let you know, like I think you're a good guitar player and singer, and you could probably like you don't have to use the looper. And he kept saying that. Like he's expecting me to not use the looper. And it's like, dude, it's just it's part of my gig, and I I like it. I like it because you know I'm here and it's like you didn't want to hear fucking looper, then go listen to somebody who doesn't have a looper. Yeah. Well you it's make not that big of a deal. It sounds really good too. I don't get the complaint. It's like it's like we could avoid this whole conversation you just come out and say hey can you not use the looper it's like no or just (laughs) next question or or just or just not say anything like go back to yeah somebody somebody comes up to me at a regular gig and go hey hey i i think you're pretty good with that looper and just me (laughs) yeah just that'll fucking make me want to be back that'll make them want me back yeah you hey, can't do that hey do you take requests yeah stop using no no the no, no. What, no you what, what you're saying is hey do you take requests you don't say anything you I can't re- do that i got a request for you stop using the looper could you could you get away with not saying anything at your job <laughs> I, yeah i mean I, you probably could it, it would, i would probably be a lot more successful i didn't realize what you're doing <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> can you not <laughs> yeah i'd actually probably be higher like move, i'd probably move up if i kept my mouth shut so um so in season two we'd asked um we'd asked you about your job and i felt like it over certain certain different neighborhoods of time you've had qualms with your job as an it pro um pro but talking with you on friday you said that you had some friends that you work with that'll probably be like your lifelong friends so obviously it sounded like you might have not lifelong friends but people you care about people who care about you you like your co-workers or something yeah they're i mean yeah there are people that i get along with at work yeah okay i i thought you said that they're you your butt you're gonna be buddies with them or something i I mean there are a few like where it's not like oh we're you know well, what are you doing Friday night? No, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we can be amicable and work together and have good conversations. And then I clock out and leave and it's like, <laughs> talk to you never. 
Bye. That's Dude, fine. Uh, so, <laughs> Hadra, see you later. <laughs> Just nothing. You're not gonna use a looper. He's so cool. <laughs> We're going to see this guitar guy use a. I tell him to not use a looper. He doesn't. He doesn't respond. <laughs> Just uh, so you mentioned Berkeley. So uh, two things. This is completely from left field, but sure. Uh, Mike Portnoy back in Dream Theater. Okay. Did you see that? No. And then uh, yeah. I heard, I saw it today, but uh, uh, Slipknot gave Jay Weinberg the. Stanky boot. What? Yeah, who's yeah. Jay Weinberg again? Yeah. As a Why? as a as a band, they're I guess moving in a different direction. What direction? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mike Mike Mangini. Mike, Mike Mangini <laughs> with this huge kit. He's like, I don't wear masks. Well, Jay Weinberg is Slipknot's drummer. Oh. Yeah. Well, I he, thought it was they, like one of the No, they they, <laughs> they like had... we're kicking out one of the, the guy that hits the keg. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy, <laughs> we're going in a different man. direction. I wonder what happened. Yeah, I don't know. But it's Hopefully he'll talk about it. Well, hey, that. at least he got out without dying. Yeah, that's true. For 10 years, I guess, he's been with wow. Slipknot now. Like recording. So, some touring. of my favorite riffs that Slipknot has done, what drum beat, like riffs that he's done is, is from Jay. Yeah. I mean, that guy is such a great drummer. He'll be fucking what's, fine. What's his, what's his dad's name? Because uh, his dad's a drummer, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his, a jazz his drummer dad's like a suit, something Weinberg. <laughs> something. <laughs> Something some other Jewish Jay dude. Lines. I think Jay's dad is also named Jay or Jason or something. Jack, Jim, J- Swimmy, <laughs> some some fucker with a looper. Let me just Google it. It is only thirty three. Does it say what his dad, who his dad is? Yeah, can you can you pull that up real quick? Because it's I think his dad, Max, Max Weinberg. Yeah, Max Weinberg. He's a drummer, American drummer and TV personality. Hi, I'm Max Weinberg. Hey. Wow, My loser crazy, son just got man. kicked out of a huge metal band. Ringo Starr and so his says, all-star band. It says Jay Weinberg leaves heavy metal group. Leaves, quote leaves, yeah. Who replaced Joey Jordanson, leaves band. It says he left, but well, they but they said they're going they're, in another so direction. The, yeah, they're like there have been there have been conflicting things. That what's the um what, what's the loudwire? Mm-hmm. I follow their YouTube channel and I I like they do these things like when metal singers lose their shit. It's like, really? They they lose their shit. I thought they lost it. What is that? <laughs> That's like the post. Yeah. And I think they took that down too. Did they? Yeah. Fuckers. We are slipknot. Dude, Corey probably swallowed him with his giant neck. But Jay Honor Joey's parts contributing to the slipknot. Yeah, that's probably what happened. <laughs> but as ever, Slipknot is intent on evolving. The band has decided to make a creative decision and to part ways with Jay. All of his drum parts will be tracked from now on. They will, we will have <laughs> no, no loopers. No loopers. <laughs> Remove the guy. The guy that hits the keg is getting a promotion. <laughs> keg hitters wanted, dude. What a fucking sweet gig that would be. And then the next post is Rawling stops making aluminum bags. <laughs> another Slipknot post. We have decided Rawl- to part ways with our guy that hits the keg. We're moving in another creative direction. <laughs> Slipknot sponsored Rawlings. No more bats publicly. Ding. It's man. They like so. Yeah, I don't know. That's they're just. I don't know what that's happened, crazy. but I'm curious. Like that's crazy. What happened? What the fuck happened? But then, like the Mike Mangini thing. Like how ironic that he leaves Dream Theater and then Jay Weinberg leaves Slipknot. What if they're ooh a super group? What if J- I bet Jay would have phenomenal success and probably less headache if he was in like emo metal bands. Mm. Like he just becomes metal's Josh Freeze. You just see him like in the used. He can finally yeah. take that mask off. I bet it's such all all the air hits the sweat. He's like, oh, oxygen. 
Corey? <laughs> am i in your throat <laughs> dude i just how big of a pain in the ass would it be to have to wear a fucking mask every single night i would hate it i would do it i mean if i'm hitting a keg with a baseball bat how much so here's here's, here's, here's what you got people like jay weinberg who are the band slipknot you know I, I mean it's you know you got your guys and everything but how how fucking crazy do you, like do you think he's ever just going crazy and he looks over and he sees somebody just hitting a fucking keg with a bat <laughs> going that motherfucker is probably making more than me yeah it, it, that's probably why he's like i gotta part ways with these guys yeah fuck that because <laughs> those are like the founding members too aren't they like yeah the, the tempest guys or whatever i think I, I watched something like about their like early drama well, i think that band always has drama because mm-hmm. they like they came from trash mm-hmm and they've just they're they've just been trashy the whole time even though i think Corey feldman what's the lead singer's name <laughs> yeah <laughs> Corey feldman Corey no, taylor Corey taylor yeah that dude like he is phenomenally talented he's a real ripper he said that he's better than every stone sour lead guitarist that he's better at guitar yeah i mean it's wait he like he made he that, himself he proclaimed that yeah he said that i saw by the way i saw <laughs> That they almost has some shows coming up. Really? Yeah. With Aaron? It's his band. Dude, we should go. I don't think they're around here. Oh, fuck. Um, when they when they like put out their debut album, what was your girlfriend doing? Uh, Slipknot? No. No, almost. When did that come out? 2007. Southern Weather. Oh, so she was in kindergarten. Yeah. I thought you meant when <laughs> Slipknot came out, she wasn't even alive. Oh, yeah. No, she wasn't. <laughs> Ooh. Iowa. <laughs> Fuck you, Wadi. This is not. Ooh. <laughs> I know you can't do a kickflip. So I would like I would like to know what yeah, but Jay Jay Weinberg getting the stanky boot. Well, cool beans, guys. Hey. This is the very first episode of season three, the catch up episode as I would describe it. Wyatt, do you have anything you want to tie a tie a bow on? Nope. I'll see you in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, he ain't gonna make it. <laughs> we'll see if I come back. I uh, Drew. Real quick, he's like, I guess Shane, Shane Gillis, like, I guess he's now like just yeah, he's up there. escalated in popularity. Yeah. He's yeah, he's up there. super popular because right I've now. like he's, I've been getting into a lot of that stuff. And I think he cracks me up so much. It's like we finally have a comedian that's like <laughs> us. He's like canceled before he like got his career. Yeah, it's like we, we finally have a comedian. Like yeah. I just listen to him. And I'm like, oh, he's like he's like me. I'm like he's saying all the things that are like in my brain. Like if you had courage and could, you know, you like wanted to follow your dreams. Yeah, it, I'm kidding. Um, did you see that? Did you see the one where, where uh, the TikTok where Dave Chappelle has him come up and tell a joke? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, this is like, if, uh, you know, Trump got shot or whatever. Oh, he's, yeah. he's like, so he's he's up there talking. Shit, just, You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just always give interviews. He's just like he just got done calling some lady a lesbian. Like, <laughs> like, and then, like watching so all his like side, it's just like this guy is like. Yeah, he's so good. It's one of those like generational things where yeah. every generation has its like comedians, music, something. It's like it's yeah. cool to, to finally see one that I'm like, I'm represented. Like I feel represented. Oh, for sure. Well, what? Uh, yeah, but you're you're um we're the core like you and I are the core age group that's being represented by now. But but I know understand what you're saying. Like how he says it in his yeah, delivery like, and what he's like, talking about. Like Dave Chappelle, I think is yeah. hilarious. But there's a lot of stuff that I just can't identify yeah. with. Um, Louis C.K. I think is hilarious, but he's you know. He's got a, he's a little bit more life experience. Well, you, you know who's really intelligent and was hilarious at a certain point? Tim Dillon. You guys remember Tim what? Dillon? Mm. You probably would have heard about him. And then he, like the algorithm, 
algorithm threw him out of the popular club because he just goes out on these fucking like tangents like like Shane Gillis. Like, I think what makes him good is that he just wants to laugh and he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give or care about anybody's feelings. Like, mm-hmm. that's great. Tim, like, I'm sure he's the same way. But like now he's kind of it's comedy teetering into like his personal opinions of politics and some other shit. Like, yeah, that's yeah. where yeah. that's where I liked uh, like the beautiful dogs special on Netflix of Shane Gillis. Like. He he goes on oh, both. Yeah, yeah. He goes on like both sides of the political spectrum. Like he doesn't. Okay. He doesn't have a. He doesn't have a. Uh, he doesn't have an, an agenda. He doesn't have any like. But he just makes fun of every like yeah. everybody. Yeah. And yeah, so I've like just like everybody else our age, I guess, have gotten super into him over the last. You're <laughs> gay. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Rand Paul. You ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, we could just do that now. <laughs> do you think you're going to continue to be a Shane Gillis fan? Yeah. Yeah. So is he like your favorite right now? Because you said he's oh, like 100 percent. OK, yeah. nice. because yeah. it's like so I, you're a fan. I, I finally feel represented. I'll have to listen. Okay. I've just seen clips of him. I'll have to like a, check the rest out like a chubby. Like he's got this great thing where like when he was touring during the pandemic, he went to see like George Washington's like home plantation. Mm. Oh, and it's nice. it's just it's it's great. And cool. But I, I, yeah, if you haven't already gotten into him, like I suggest getting into yeah. him. Like, yeah. he's in, you know, just because I, I, I identify, it's, it's finally nice to see a person of non-color. He'll, he'll download the Netflix, <laughs> he'll download he? the Netflix uh, special on his iPad for the flight. He's that's, not going to be able to finish it. That's what I was going <laughs> to. <laughs> Pause. I'll be down there in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know that's well, sweet we should watch that yeah sure. it's uh so it's, yeah like i said it's finally nice to be represented but yeah well cool well uh we'll talk about more on the next episode of Broadcast. Broadcast.